Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. You know how when book club time rolls around and you're struggling to remember the book, all those golden nuggets and the ahas you got from it, or even if you read it, well, get ready to retain everything from the next book you read. Keep it organized for your next book club meeting and prep like the pro that you are. So you can easily facilitate your next book group discussion and everyone after that. My next guest, Vivian Najib from the Big Tree Boutique, is the creator of the reading journal for people who read multiple books a month and want to remember what they read, keep it all organized in one place, and be ready to discuss on book club day. I met Vivian in a breakout group for a course that we both participated in earlier this year, and we just clicked. And I knew I had to have her on the podcast. Help me welcome Vivian to the She's Got Content podcast. Welcome, Vivian. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to see you again. Yeah. I just am so excited about this discussion today because I think a lot of the listeners here read a lot. Everybody loves learning. There may be more people here reading personal growth and development books than fiction books, but that's okay. Or maybe there's a little mix of both. So I'm curious, I bet you're a very, very prolific reader. How many books did you read in 2022? Do you have a number? I do have a number. So in 2022, people are going to laugh. I'm going to say I only read 54 books. Only? Yeah, I know. That's why people are going to laugh. I say only because this year I, well, let me tell you about the last few years. So the last few years I've been reading, gosh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 books a month sometimes. And I really felt like I was just consuming them. Like I was junk food binging on books and it was just too much. I wasn't really taken it with me. It was like in one ear, out the other completely. And so this year I thought, you know what, I'm going to try to go a little bit slower and try to really, really make notes on the books and really think about the characters and the scenes. And I had these elaborate things going on in my journal of best scene, best supporting character. I had all of these things going on because I just wanted to honor the authors, honor the book, honor my own reading time and make it mean more than just reading, 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 reading. Yeah, I get that. That's why I say I only did 54 this year and I'm in the middle of one that I may finish before the end. So we might be at 55, but I am completely okay with that because I feel like it was a good reading year for me. Were those Mostly nonfiction or mostly fiction or mostly nonfiction? Mostly fiction. Yeah, mostly fiction. I picked up some nonfiction this year, memoirs, 
or um, business related sort of Mm -hmm. thing. But yeah, I'm mostly a fiction reader. Okay. So it sounds like you got your idea for this reading journal because you were binging and probably not remembering a lot of the points that you wanted to remember from the books. Oh my God. Not remembering anything about the books, like not even remembering that I had the book years ago, I was living in Vietnam, taking some time away from work. So I wasn't working. I was basically every day going to the beach, reading books. And I don't have any idea how many books I read that year. I was reading like a book a day. Wow. That's all I was doing was just sitting there reading books. And it got to the point where I was one going broke, right? Because I would like on Amazon every day, buying a new book and that's not where I want to be. <laughs> so like broke is not where I want to be on Amazon is actually where I, or buying <laughs> books is absolutely where I want to be. Broke is not where I want to be. And then I noticed Amazon, when I'd go to buy a book, Amazon would be like, um, you already bought this book. Oh no. And it happened over and over again. Cause I just, I would even read the descriptions of the books, right? The little blurbs no recollection, nothing. I had nothing. Nothing was sticking at all. And I was like, this is not right. So I knocked up a stupid little thing where it was literally just, uh, let me just write down the author and the name of the book Mm -hmm. and tick it off when I read it. It was a nothing burger of a journal. And then over the years, it's evolved and evolved and evolved. And I've just been using it myself and loving it. And I don't never even told anyone that I had it. It was just my little thing I was doing. And I had a customer send me a message one day and say, Vivian, have you thought of doing a reading journal? Because if you made a reading journal, I would definitely buy it. And so I was like, oh, hey, I actually, I could make a reading journal and it's something that I actually really like. So that sort of started the whole process of did some research to see, I know what I like in my reading journal. I'm just me, right? What do other people like? What kinds of spreads and what kinds of trackers and what kinds of whatever would people want if they were going to do a reading journal? So Months and months of researching. We went through about, oh gosh, three, four, maybe five different drafts of a reading journal out to beta testers until we finally, in end of October this year, I was like, all right, I think this is it. This is good. (laughs) And this is something that I want out there for people to have. So just before Thanksgiving, We put it out in the world and the customers are really loving it. So it's exciting to me. They're all excited about the book brackets to choose their favorite books of the year. They're excited about filling up their libraries. I'm getting such great feedback from it. So it makes me super happy. And I myself am excited to get started filling in for 2023. It really... One of my customers said, it has changed the way I'm going to read books in 2023. That is absolutely what it did for me too. It changed the way I read books, especially this past year, right? When I was like, I'm just in one ear and out the other. No, no. Absolutely. This past 
January, 2022, I started in my group coaching. We started reading a book a month and discussing it. I think that's and they're, awesome. they're all personal growth and development books or business related books or books about messaging or copywriting. And sometimes I would wait till the last minute to read it because if I read it at the beginning of the month, I wouldn't remember it to discuss it. Having something where I could actually write down what I want to remember. Well, one of the little tricks and tips that I used to use, and I still do it, is an idea John Maxwell gave. And that is to take the inside cover of your book. And this doesn't necessarily work if you're reading it digitally or if you have an audio book. But to take that inside cover where there is nothing written and write your notes inside there. What I'm finding are people don't want to mess up the book. But I think it's a great way for somebody else to pick up the book and say, oh, someone else wrote down some really cool nuggets here. And putting the page number for those nuggets too. So you can so go you back can to it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, the thing that I hear all the time from readers who go to book club are two things. One, like you said, they either wait until the last minute to read the book and then they don't finish it. They're scrambling to get it done in the last 10 minutes before book club because they're like, oh, crap, we got to talk about this. And I'm only on chapter four. I don't know. Or if they do take notes and remember it, their notes are everywhere and they make no sense. So your idea of keeping the notes in one place is what people need. People are like, I've got notes on my phone, and then I've got a note on a scrap of paper in my planner, and then there's a notebook by my bed that I've scribbled things in. You cannot <laughs> be running around your house trying to gather a bunch of sticky notes before book club. It'll make you crazy. One of the things that I've discovered with my little system of writing notes in the book is if you misplace that book, you're kind of sunk. Yeah. So I love your idea of having a digital journal to write down all the ideas. My books sometimes disappear in my house because my husband is kind of a neat neck and he likes things in its place. And if I leave a book laying around in another part of the house, other than my messy office, it may disappear. So that's why I'm saying I know from experience that that book could be misplaced and therefore oh, all boy. my notes, <laughs> all of my notes go. So I love that idea. Your journal, is it printable or is it only in the digital form? So it is a PDF. You download, you could print the PDF and write on it that way. Easy peasy. It's designed really though, to be downloaded and used on your iPad or your tablet with a PDF annotation app, like GoodNotes is popular with mm -hmm. iPad users. I use an app called Zoto because I have an Android tablet. And I just this morning, actually, I got a question about whether you can use it on a laptop. And the answer is yes, you can, but you need to use it or on your desktop whatever, but you still need a PDF annotation or editing app. Adobe Acrobat can be that app. You are able to use it across the board. You can print it. It's a PDF. Okay. It's a PDF. So it's accessible pretty much everywhere then. Everywhere for anyone, for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
I love it. The whole digital thing really changed the way I work, really, because I used to have just so many notebooks laying around, like a lot of people do. I'm a notebook fanatic, and I like to keep lots of notebooks, physical notebooks, right? All my life, I've been like this. And it just gets to be so much clutter, but it's not yeah. clutter because it's your entire life in these notebooks, right? <laughs> yeah. The whole world is going to more digital education, more digital memories. It's just the wave of the future. And I myself have stacks and stacks of journals, notes that I took at meetings or journals mm-hmm. that I've written. And occasionally I do go back and look things up in them, but for the most part, they haven't been indexed. It's just stuff. That's important. It's your It life, is. I can't get right? rid of it. No, I can't. I can't get rid of it. And I don't want to get rid of it. But there is this thing about Swedish death cleaning yes. or what have you. Well, then I think my kids will probably, they'll have a record of my life looking through some of these journals. Hopefully they will and not just pitch them. <laughs> hopefully they'll at least flip through it for a minute, you know? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. So with all those books that you're reading, are you in book clubs now currently? I am. I am in two book clubs, one virtual, and then one where I actually, it's in the next town over from where I live. So it's an actual physical book club. And I've been in a lot of book clubs. Some of them more successful than others. (laughs) Do you take turns being the facilitator for the book club or is there one person who is the facilitator? The one where I actually travel now, it's one woman who's always the facilitator and she does, I think, a nice job. The other one that's online, it's more informal because it's just like me and a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. And so nobody facilitates. We all just talk (laughs) because we're all friends. But I've been in some where it's been both ways, where if you chose the book, you're the facilitator, where it's just one person all the time, and where it's nobody. And all three of those ways can work. I've seen them all work. And I've seen them all fail. (laughs) Yeah, I've been in all of those different formats as well. When we started reading a book a month in my group coaching, initially it was me. We kind of voted. (laughs) We looked at a different list of titles that everybody threw out that they would like to read. I have a term, I didn't coin this term, but there's something called shelf help as opposed to self-help. Shelf-help books are books that sit on your shelf. You buy them because you intend to read them and they sit on your shelf, but you don't read them because you didn't get to it yet. And I have a bunch of shelf-help books that I wanted to get through this year. So I started out like, let's read this one or let's read that one. And- at some point during the year, we read a book and, and now because I don't have my journal, <laughs> I don't remember which book it was, but I remember reading that book and having the thought that it would really help each person who participates in my group coaching to choose a book and for them to facilitate the discussion. So somewhere probably mid-year or a little later, we switched each group member picks a book and they are the facilitator for that month. We read during the month. And then the second Tuesday of the following month is when we actually discuss that book. It's just worked out that way. So this month we're reading a book by Donald Miller, the story brand book. 
Yeah. Oh, you're reading the story brand one. Yes. One of my books this year was the um, Business Made Simple. Yeah. We read that last month. We're doing Donald Miller two months in a row. Well, he's got stuff to say. He's that's good. got great, good, good stuff. Really good stuff. <laughs> you probably don't have the shelf help because you read so prolifically that you're probably no, reading all the time. Got, and if you get a book in your hand, digital shelf help, I've got a digital oh. shelf of books. Cause I just, whenever someone recommends something, I pop the cover into my journal and think, all right, I'm going to go when I get a minute, I'll go by and read that book. So I got all these books that I'll never ever read just because nobody has time for all of it, but I don't want to lose it. Yes. It's a good recommendation. I want to yeah. read it. Go back and say something about that. You said you pop the book cover into your journal. Tell us uh, about yeah. that. So it's a digital journal and on my tablet, like you just gave me a recommendation of a book, right? You're doing that book for your book club. So I go to amazon.com. I find the book on amazon.com. I copy the image of the book cover and then I just paste it into the library page in my digital reading journal. And then the cover is there. And when I go to buy the book or I go to read the book, I can just copy it onto my book review page. And I've got what the cover of the book looks like so that if I go to the library with my tablet or I go to a bookstore with my tablet, I have on my library page all of the books that I want to read with the picture of the cover. So I can literally walk around with my tablet and that library page and find the books. Oh, the book that's beautiful. Are exactly the way they look in the bookstore. Oh, I love that I'm never idea. Like, what was the name of that? Like I'm at the library yes. going, oh, what was that book? I can't right. even remember what the book cover looked like. Like, how do I know? I don't know the author. I don't know whatever, the card catalog, what's going on in the library. I don't know. So having it, the book cover in my reading journal, it's like, that is brilliant. That's like one of the things that I recommend for content creators is anytime you get a spark for an idea for content to write is always pop that into your container, your content container, because you're never going to remember it when you're sitting in front of the computer, looking at a cursor that's blinking at you. So yeah. you want to pop it into a container. That's beautiful that you get a recommendation for a book or you see a book someplace where you're reading along or you like an author and you want to read another one of that author's books, pop it into your journal. you got the picture and you know that book, that is the book that you want to read. Yeah. Some point, you don't have to read it next, but at least you've saved it in the journal. Yeah. So I'm also very curious about your brackets. Tell us about your brackets. <laughs> oh my in God, the, my favorite thing. In my the journal. <laughs> yes. So, you know, like March Madness in the US, you've got yes. the brackets that everybody's got. It narrows it down to from whatever, 58 or however many there are all the way down to two. And then you have your winner. That's for basketball, right? That's basketball. for basketball. Mm -hmm. So I did the same thing with my books. And so I've got a book bracket for fiction and for nonfiction, but it wouldn't have to be. It could just be whatever. And so sometimes I cheat, right? But the <laughs> idea is, is that I choose the best book of every month 
and pop it into the slot. So there's 12 slots at the top of the bracket. Okay. One for every month, the favorite book of every month. But like I said, sometimes I cheat because there are months that I read like three great books and months that I read some that are like, eh. Right. So sometimes I cheat and it's not the best book of January, the best book of February. I start with 12 and then I pick between January and February, whichever book I like better drops down. And then I pick between March and April, and then that book drops down. And then I pick between January and April. Like it just keeps dropping down in the bracket until I'm down to the two final books of the year. Which one do I like the best? It's a completely unscientific <laughs> but I love way of it. choosing yes. the best book of the year, but it's super fun. So I've got that bracket, which I love. But then my favorite, favorite thing is not a bracket, really. It's like the Academy Awards of reading. (laughs) I have this thing where it's like all year long. So at the beginning of the year, I have to choose what my categories are going to be. For 2023, choosing five categories that I'm going to choose a best of for the year. This Um, is completely customizable. Anyone who has the journal, they can create their own Academy Awards yeah, or Oscars. Yeah, create your own. Even if you don't have the journal, create your own because it helps you as you're reading books and you're thinking through them. You're just paying more attention because you know, is this going to be a contender for one of the awards? So for 20, I'm going with best main character because that's always a good one. Best supporting character. What else did I choose? Funniest scene, I think. That makes sense. What's the other one? I can't remember it. Plot Um, twist. Plot twist is a good one. I've got most magical setting. If you Mm. like reading that kind of stuff, scariest setting, if you're into like horror and things like that. And then I also chose like best poem because one of my goals for next year, I want to try to read some more poetry. I don't read much poetry. So I've got my categories and then every month, as I'm reading a book, I got to keep this in my head, right? Does this scene qualify for best scene? Or is it the most romantic scene? Or is this the best meet cute, right? And then yes. I get to, at the end of the year, do my Academy Awards. I love that. That's by far my favorite thing about the reading journal and my favorite thing that I do every year because it's fun and it's weird. And it also, it really does help me when I'm reading the book, because I am paying attention to characters and scenes and plots and what happens. And it makes the books more enjoyable for me and more memorable for me and way easier when it comes to book club or just discussing the book with people because I have this in my head and I'm like oh my god when Yinka did when she started sitting on that sofa and whatever I I have the scene in my head right because I have paid attention so that academy awards thing I need to think of a better word for it the book club awards. I don't know. Cause it's not the Academy. It's the fig tree boutique awards. I don't know. There you go. The fig tree boutique <laughs> award. Fig, fig tree. It's my own boutique. personal awards, but I love it just cause it's just mindful reading. Yes. That's how you have great book club discussions is if you're reading mindfully. And so that's 
why you take notes, right? That's why yeah. you scribble things. That's why. Do, well, you've got your brackets where you're coming up with the best book of the year and you've got your fig tree boutique awards <laughs> that are sort of like Oscars. Yes. They could be figgies. They could be figgies. They could be figgies. Oh my God, the figgies. figgies. Oh, I love it. Awards. <laughs> the figgy awards. Do, You're onto do, something. Yeah. Hmm. Do you write blog posts about that? So are you like teasing well, I am your now. audience? <laughs> are you teasing your audience about what's to come about the figgy awards or the best book of the year? Yeah, is that so something? This, yes, absolutely. And this is stuff any content creator could do as well. I love reading book quotes. When people on social media share book quotes. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that is great to do when you're reading a book. If you've read something that's like, wow, people should hear this, put it out there, put a Mm -hmm. blog post. Right now, I'm actually, because it's the end of the year and it's Christmas, I'm working on a little magazine that I'm going to send out to my subscribers that has just on social media, I've been doing an advent calendar. I call it my book vent calendar with quotes that I've had in my journal from books that I've read this year. So I've been doing it every day and I'm just going to put it all in a magazine and send that out to subscribers as just like a little gift that they can flip through because everybody likes to read book quotes. Yes. Some of them are really, well, all of them, I think are really, really good. But especially if you were doing like business one, can you imagine getting a magazine full of 25 or 30 or 50 of the best quotes about your business in books that you read? Okay. Content creators, you just hear that bomb, that truth bomb there. Oh my gosh. What a great idea. So yes, I would love to get something like that. That could be do a it, send it to me. <laughs> that could be a lead magnet. That could be a, could a little gift, be a, lead of, a loyalty gift to your readers. Oh, that's a great idea. Vivian, you just are so full of such wonderful tips and ideas. I love this idea of your journal. And I think it really holds a place for coaches, for solopreneurs. And, and here's an idea for all you coaches out there. If you've got a group coaching, a mastermind group, and you want to actually add some flavor to it, create a book club within and discuss a book every month or more often if you are a prolific reader. But for me, (laughs) I think it's been very doable to do this once a month. And Vivian's journal might be the way that you're going to be able to keep everything in place, keep yourself organized. You mentioned that you're doing this gift for your readers, for your audience, but you also have a gift here for our audience. Tell us about that. I do. So two things that people are always talking about when it's time for book club, they don't remember the book, but even more than that, once they get there, they're not sure how to talk about the book or your worst fear is it's going to be six people on a Zoom call going, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Where no one's really talking. So I've got 15 questions for you to ask your next book. It's 15 questions for a fiction book and 15 questions for a nonfiction book. It's just a quick little guide. It's one page with the questions that you can actually print and fold 
and stick it in your book and use it as mm-hmm. a bookmark. Ooh, um, I love that. Yeah, very cool, right? Or if you're already a digital journal kind of person, a digital planner person, I'll give you a sticker with the questions that you can just stick in your notebook or journal or planner to use. Of that. This is great. Just a quick little guide that's going to give you some strategies for thinking about and reading, like I said, fiction versus nonfiction. It's going to give you the number one thing you can do to be ready for book club and when you need to do it. And it's going to help you just tweak just a little bit the way you read that's going to make every book you read more memorable and discussable so that you have things to talk about at book club so you can go deeper into the book and have ideas in your head about what kinds of things you're going to be looking for and paying attention to when you read so that you can take the lead in discussions of certain topics, or you can go deeper into conversations about the topics. And there are questions that you can use with every single book you own. So they're not like the questions at the end of the book for book club, right? Right, So you you see that sometimes. These are questions you can use for every book. Okay. Beautiful. I love that. So content creators, we're going to have that link to get the free gift from Vivian in the show notes. So make sure you head over to the show notes to get that link and get your free gift. Listen, make sure you get on her list so that you can get those book quotes too. Awesome. Well, this has just been so amazing, this discussion today, Vivian. Tell everybody your website where people can find you and what's your favorite social media platform where we can find you too. All right. You can find the website and the reading journals at thefigtreeboutique.com. The home of the Figgy Awards. Home of the Figgy Awards. Oh my God. I'm totally doing this. You're going to, yeah, go to the website. You're going to see all kinds of stuff in the new year about the figgies. (laughs) We'll all have to wear our gowns when the awards are announced, right? We can all get together with our gowns on. Oh, I hope it's not just a fig leaf. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) That's going in a whole other direction. (laughs) Gowns. We need gowns. Gowns, gowns. Okay. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram, but I'm really starting to move into YouTube. So this coming year, you're going to find a lot more book-related information from me on YouTube. And so that's youtube.com slash The Fig Tree Boutique. Okay. I'll make sure that we get all of your social links on the show notes so people can get in contact with you and can watch you on YouTube. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again, Vivian. This has been great. And thank you so so much. much. Thank you so much, content creators, for being here. And we will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcast and leave a review of the show, 
It would really make my day. And you just might receive a shout out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world. (laughs) 